luckily we're tired enough today that because we're doing this late that yeah, but you'll no matter how angry I get, it'll be like I don't know, man. I don't care. You, even when you, but I don't know. I think whenever you get angry, at least in my experience, from knowing you over the years, is that whenever you're tired and you get mad, you get really mad when you get mad. That's, that's possibly true. Just because I'm I'm angry from just being like I'm tired. That makes me angry. Yeah, yeah And now I'm angry, so that makes me angry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's possible. I do get very when I get tired. I, mean, I, I get like that too. So. My Friday D and D group. I I think they like out of all the groups that I have, they like me the absolute least because we play really late and I get very snarky yeah. after ten ish. Mm, yeah. That is fun. Yeah, I get very just like. Can we just fucking move on with this game? Like yeah. they're they're trying to do. They're trying to have fun. They're they're a bunch of guys who have kids. <laughs> and you're, you're trying to get progress at that point. Yeah, they're a bunch of guys who have kids and they're here with beers and they just want to fuck around. Yeah, yeah. And then it's ten o'clock and I'm exhausted and bitter that I'm fucking up at ten o'clock because <laughs> I'm an old man. Three hours. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, can we just fucking move the story on? And I shoot. I fucking kick in the door and shoot the nearest guy. Well, I was an innocent bartender. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Into murder hobo Adam. <laughs> yeah, all my <laughs> characters awesome. are dicks on my Friday groups. Yeah. So yeah, we were talking about uh, Netflix and and The Witcher just kind of kicked in in the last week. I don't remember what they debuted. Anyway, it's 20th. it's uh, the twenty. So it's all there, so you can watch the whole thing now. So I, I watched only the first episode. I've seen all of it. You've seen all of it. Yeah, and I've then seen Rob, the first four episodes. Okay, so you guys are way further along than I am. All I can say about the first episode is it's totally watchable. It's totally passable. Uh, the weirdest thing about it so far is The Witcher himself, and that's yeah. pretty much all I have to say at this point. <laughs> I uh, think e- the easiest comment I can make is uh, Henry Cavill as Geralt surprises me as to how good of a Geralt he does. It doesn't for me at all. It didn't surprise <laughs> this you? This is the part that'll set your hair on fire. Okay. Uh, somebody on Discord, I think, uh, phrased it this way, and I was like, wow, that's surprisingly fucking accurate. Both Geralt and Henry Cavill are like a match made in heaven. Because they both have no emotion. I totally. <laughs> you're right. I totally agree. They, they are, a bit of a cardboard they are actor. Very yeah, yeah. fucking deadpan almost the whole fucking time. He, he is a bit of a cardboard like, if actor. You've play, if you've seen the games, like the way that Geralt reacts to almost mm. anything is exactly <laughs> just hmm. like watch almost before Henry Cavill says anything, he will do a grunt. Yeah, there'll be a pause, and then he'll start talking. He studied. He studied the game. You are, I think so. Well, actually, the, so supposedly, Cavill's a pretty he. He's the, a gamer, right? The court, according to him, the story is is they put out a casting call. Yeah, they were they were like, okay, we're looking for all B C listers. Yeah, and Henry Cavill found out about it through his agent, and Cavill's like, get me, I want that. You get that for me right the hell now. Apparently, he's a huge fan of Witcher Three, oh. the game. That's where he learned it from. That's yeah. where he. So he found out about it. I was like, I, that's, yes, yes, get me in that. Cool. So he pushed his way into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that the, the people didn't argue when he <laughs> heard that Cavill was willing to bring bring his name on. Yeah, the story, apparently he, he did a, um, uh, what do they call it, a casting yeah, casting. thing. Just which casting. people of his caliber apparently don't usually do that. Because you know their work, you know what they're doing, you don't need to do an interview with them. Well, I don't know if that's fully true, but yeah, sure. Okay. According to him, oh. that's not, you, they don't sure. anymore, it's just not normal. Oh, okay. Someone of that caliber, you just don't do that. And uh, he went in and auditioned. And they're like, yeah, of course we're going to pick him. <laughs> yeah. Even if even if his audition was shit, they're still going to pick him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the audition was really just a formality. Yeah, yeah I can't imagine who else would have even... I mean, other, other A-listers probably wouldn't have, like, no. thrown their name in the hat, I don't think. So I think... And he physically, he definitely fills out the role pretty well. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a huge dude. 
and uh, and he, he towers over the other guys. So just that that physicality is there, which is cool. But uh, yeah, so far I'm only one episode in. We'll see how it goes. It's fine. I love it. It's yeah, yeah. I don't particularly love it, but I don't have. I also don't have the, a huge attachment to The Witcher. That that being said, and despite our conversation earlier, me and Adam's conversation, the show is well enough made that I I think it's definitely worth your time. Okay, cool. Good yeah. to know. I'm having I had as much fun with it as I did Mando, as I have been having with Mando. Nice. Okay. So it is solid fun. Is it perfect? No. Hashtag not my Triss. Um <laughs> but I don't think I've met Triss yet, have I? God, yeah, I think you have. Have you done the one with the Strigan? Uh, the the baby uh, yeah. the baby princess? Yeah. Yeah. The the one where he gets like bitten in the neck? Yeah. 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 So the woman who helps him, the the mage that helps him, the dark curly hair kind of dark oh, skittish. Oh, oh yeah, that's Triss, right? That's Triss, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, you know I the one who's yeah. nothing like the, the description of Triss. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other, yes, that one. Um, what's her name? Other magic caster chick, can't remember. Sorceress. Yennefer. Yennefer. Yeah, yeah. She seemed pretty accurate. To... She was good. Yeah, yeah. She's solid. Yeah. My my only confusion with her is it felt a little weird at the start because I felt like she was a little too young to my used to and that's only because i am colored by the game right yennefer in the game looks like she's probably in her late 30s yeah whereas yeah. this yennefer looks like 30s. she's in her mid-20s yeah. Hmm. yeah 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 she's beautiful she fits the role like beautiful black hair does all all yeah, the things yeah. right she's just a bit younger right it's like okay yeah fair enough so it kind of feels weird when her and Geralt have romance scenes because like Geralt. oh so that actually happens in the show too oh yeah, yeah. It, in in the lore, they're both like a hundred years old, just shy a hundred years old. Oh, gotcha. Yennefer in, in Witcher Three is supposedly a hundred years old, and Geralt yeah, yeah. is about ninety five ish. Yeah. So Yennefer is actually older than Geralt. <laughs> but in the show, it feels like Geralt is a great, like a, a, a cradle robber. Yeah. Ho, ho, Even though lore wise, they're the same age. Because that's that's the one thing I was wondering. Because they do a lot of weird things with time in the show, but they're not very descript when they do those things. Nope. They're trying to keep it. Like nebulous? No, um, not exactly. There, did you? I'm guessing you never read well, the I, Last Wish. No, I haven't. I haven't gone through the books yet. Uh, there, yes, I know. I'm getting t- to the books. I just haven't yet. That's fine. I, I haven't uh, read them either. Um, they, the Last Wish, is a book series of a bunch of short stories. Yeah. That do not take place all at the same time. Yeah. So what the director did was took the idea. of when those short stories occurred, which you can see every yeah. episode is like a short story, yeah, and that's matching the first book, which is just a series of short stories. Yeah, I noticed that even uh, in the first episode I watched, I'm like, mm, these things are not happening simultaneously because they kept jumping to the kingdom battle. I'm amazed and, that you and, didn't. I, I didn't figure that out because oh, I, I figured it out right because there was nothing yeah. in in Gerald's storyline that referenced anything that was happening there. Yeah. Like if there were two kingdoms going to war, certainly someone. Somewhere would be talking about it. Like, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. No, there was like a bunch of stuff that was just like it was just bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice it, it until I think the third episode, which is the banquet episode. The fourth. That's the, the fourth, fourth one. So I didn't notice it until the fourth. I think I, think that, I got I think clues that, I think of the that, third one. I think that's the fourth one. I think the third one was like hmm, something's not right it's, here. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a time dilation, and then I saw the fourth one. I'm like confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> so if that, if this is the banquet one, um, which we're not spoiling anything for you. You'll you'll get there. Cool. Um, was that was the one I just watched? I literally just watched that. It's probably honestly I th- I the best the one. one. Is it? Yeah. In my opinion, it's one of the best ones. Yeah, it was definitely. It felt like it was the best one so far. So downhill from here. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, no, but like even like even the Mandalorian has episodes that are like 
but this probably wasn't needed. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the first episode versus some of the other episodes. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, That was, I, I think it's the tip top or close to the tip top. There might be one or two. There's a second episode that can, is a good contender for yeah. another top, but that's about it. Yeah, see that. Doesn't see, get higher. That, that's the funny thing with me and The Witcher is like, I, I always know that The Witcher is a really good game series. Or it's been an enjoyable game series to so many people that yeah. I that I have similar tastes and that I know that I'm gonna like the game. I haven't played it yet. Honestly, you say series, I say game. There's You're one talking good about Witcher game. Three. three. Yeah. yeah, Witcher One is no. I'm, okay, so here's Everyone's the funny. Hates I've it. beaten. I've front to back Witcher One. God, you, why do you torture yourself? Well, <laughs> because that was, like that was the only one out. that was out at the time. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> terrible when it first came out. Even then, people, it, people considered it bad. Yeah, it was. No, people it was, quite liked it. It was. Really? Sl- I was working at GameStop at the time. They liked it, man. It sold well. Really? Oh wow! I don't know if I agree with that, but hey, you know them more than I would. But we sold it was, it was clunky as fuck. Yeah. The first game was really fucking. It was yeah. It was. You know what? But it, but it, is? it came out around the time like Divinity was really big though. There was a and, yeah. That, uh, and that's before um, Divinity was good though. And the first uh, <laughs> uh, Dragon Age as well. Yes. So so there was a bunch but, of stuff coming out right around then that was all kind of in the same wheelhouse and i, I think it was uh, i put witcher one. one in the same wheelhouse as mass effect one yeah i Ooh. agree i agree Mass Effect one was terrible mechanically. yeah they, they've aged poorly yeah, yeah but i i no. go I back and go back okay mass no, effect one had a great story no, no no what i'm saying is i'm under the impression that the witcher one immediately upon release it did not get it did not fare as well as mass effect as no they are both no it no. didn't you're no, absolutely didn't. right i'm not arguing that mass effect one is not clunky and mechanically Rough. I would yeah. never argue that. Mass Effect that. was still a game changer. But, but like the writing, was... the writing in Mass Effect One, and the cinematography done in the cutscenes and stuff like that made Mass Effect One what it was. Mm-hmm. True. True. Mechanically, it left a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't bad for its time. Yeah. It was just did not age well. <laughs> oh yeah. When it came to two, I mean, they fixed everything and oh, then some. Two and was, it was like the freaking perfect game. Oh, two was like they got the right people. To like really kind of narrow down the focus of the mechanics, yeah, and the writing team just stayed the same. Actually, I would argue they got better. Um, and then because I guess they probably learned the universe by then. So then, like <laughs> the uh, so the second game was phenomenal. Mm. And the third game was rocky for for reasons outside of the game itself. Yeah, right. Mass Effect Three. We honestly know, like, they, they made one major mistake. They made a couple major mistakes. Okay, I'm interested to the hear what the other Prothean two are. Prothean was a big one. Why? I liked it. Yeah, they pulled him and made him DLC. They pulled a core character uh, out of the true. story and made him DLC. I never knew he wasn't uh, originally DLC. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. new to me. He was originally baked into the game. They pulled him out to make him DLC, and that actually fucked up some of the game. Oh. Yeah. I never played definite. 3 without him. <laughs> yeah. So that no, was a imagine... definite boardroom type decision. Yeah, it was a yeah. boardroom decision, yeah. for 100%. Try playing the game again without him. I won't have time for that. I, you never will. But, but you're right. I've never lived retire, the world without him. I, when you retire and the re-release comes out of the game? Yeah. I was, was going to say when they, when they remake the, the game for the, the PS6. The remastered re-release? No, no, the remake. <laughs> and when they Resident Evil 2, Mass Effect yeah, 3, three. <laughs> go back and play it. When, when it's and like, uh, yeah, when, when, for the PlayStation 6 and the Xbox Series it, Z. <laughs> no, the Xbox Series Triple X. Triple X. <laughs> And they'll have dicks for X's. Because why no, not? I just figured, At that point, censorship will be gone. It gets delivered to your house by dropping out of a plane with a parachute. <laughs> I, I assume that they I just figured it comes they'd have out a of an explosion. Face of Vin Diesel on the front. 
triple X. I think that Vin Diesel will be the AI of uh, the Xbox. It's powered by his biceps. Okay, that's actually kind of cool. I want this just now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd buy that shit, too. You turn it on, you punch it. <laughs> and then you punch it back, you'd be like, bitch. <laughs> and then it's like, power's on now. Enjoy your fucking game. I'm coming for you. When it powers on, it's just the sound of screeching tires. <laughs> like, where is it? What's going on? <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait for that that, uh, that next box. So it's going to be so sick. Um, so I figure we could kick it off talking a little bit about Mando Episode 7. Cause that yeah, like we weren't going to talk about Star Wars this, this episode. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is all. This whole fucking episode is going to be... Uh, what number are we at? Star Wars. This is 73. And who are we? Rona Geek Official Podcast. <laughs> and this is... <laughs> Hosted by myself, Alex Austin, <laughs> and we also have with us in the room today Pirate Plubby and Adam, and just Rob, and just Rob, and uh, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't talk about Star Wars. We should just because we've been talking about how we're just waiting for Star Wars. We're just waiting for Star Wars. Next episode is going to be Star Wars. Now we should just throw them all for a loop. Never once talk about. We'll them. just edit this out. Well, yeah, we could yeah. probably just mention like you know what we think the other podcasters are going to say about Star Wars. And- <laughs> oh God, that would be way too meta. <laughs> That's too much meta. Back so, the fuck out! No, no, we're just gonna Ryan Johnson this this discussion, okay? So we're gonna completely oh, subvert their expectations man. to glorify our own <laughs> egos. Oh, so this is what we're going to do. <laughs> Jesus, hey, this thing looks like it clamps pretty tight. I'm gonna put my balls in there, and you just close that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice preamble to, to I didn't know where you were going with that one. I was like, where is he going? Is it going to fall? Is my phone like, going to fall off? Is it a drink the in there? Like, what is it? Oh, I was really concerned about my sitting, my, it's, my, I, I was afraid my chair was going to fall apart. And I didn't know what was going to happen. Off. I didn't oh, know what was going to happen. I don't care about your balls. I was just worried about everything Nobody else. Nobody cares about my balls. I don't care about my balls. <laughs> so Mando episode seven, that's where we'll kick it off today. And uh, this is all spoilers for this and the movie, so just... Go away if you don't want spoilers, but everybody yeah, wants this spoilers. This episode at this point. is is yeah. not is, we're spoiling everything. We're, <laughs> it's one of the last of the year. We we waited a long time for this movie and this for the show, so we're just going to talk about it. So episode seven of uh, Mando, it was a good episode. Uh, kind of uh, this was your this was your your team building episode. So the, <laughs> you son, son of a bitch, bitch I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> So that uh, actually happened in this episode. Then <laughs> it's so funny that that has become immediately a. Like your notice, I don't know whether these that theme has been okay, really popular right now, or whether we've just been noticing it. Now. I think I think it's part we've been noticing it, part just crazy happenstance. Because literally, I watched that episode of Rick and Morty, and then the next episode of Mandalorian was the fucking heist. I was like, <laughs> "Are you fucking kidding me?" That's Seriously. Funny. Yeah, it was. Oh. It's almost like they planned it or something. It like it was felt, spot on. It was like, yeah, it was weird how accurate. That so was. Mando's putting together a crack team. Uh, he's getting together uh, uh, Quill. So the the Ugnot, played by yes. Nick Nolte, of course. I have and, spoken. Uh, so what's that? I oh, I, I have spoken. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and uh, this is true. And also um, uh, Cara Dune as well. So she's the ex Rebel shock trooper. Yep. So I guess she's uh, maybe got a bounty out on her or something to that effect because she doesn't want to leave <laughs> Sanctuary. But That was kind of funny because she kind of like just slipped it in there. She's like, I'm a terrible fucking human being. Yeah. I'm not going with you. And he's like, yeah, but Empire. Then she's just like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and it was hilarious because there was a moment where you realize that Caridou's a horrible fucking human being because... <laughs> She doesn't care about the fact that she's been out 
and that she's deserted. Yeah. Because she deserted the rebellion, right? That she kind of she kind of knew like lowbrow mentions that the first time he's talking to her. Hmm. Yeah, go back and listen to what she says. The way she says it, she's like, "Yeah, I just kind of fucked off." Uh, yeah, it's and, true. And then yeah. and then on top of that, in this episode episode, she kind of just alludes to the fact that she has done some fucked up shit since then. Yeah. So dis- even the the fact of the rebellion aside. <laughs> Other people are cutting for. She might have. She might have fucked off just because there were no imps left to kill wherever no, she, she was. No, she got bored. That's that's, that's all it was. Yeah. yeah, she's just like I just got tired of dealing with poli- political fucking warlords. She's yeah. like, I'm out, and she peaced, <laughs> and then probably like fucked and murdered her way across the galaxy. So now until she's she coming back where to she kill was. another warlord. Wow. Okay. Hell yeah, man. Well, she heard Imperial Stormtrooper. She's like, well, those things are easy to shoot because they stand out like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. They don't know what camouflage is, apparently. <laughs> so, and then, uh, obviously, this is all set up uh, as a trap by Grief Karga, so, which I mm-hmm. knew immediately, everyone knew immediately. I don't think anyone was trap. surprised by that. I actually said the the, the Akbar line when it happened. Like, Amanda <laughs> and I were watching, I'm like, it's a trap! And she looked at me like, what is that? And I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't worry. It is a trap. <laughs> Why am I marrying you? <laughs> Why this, am I marrying you? It is definitely a trap. And uh, and then, of course, uh, it does turn out to be a trap. But before they get to that part, so they're they're... They're on the planet, uh, and they named the planet now. It's um, Navarro. Navarro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was named a couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they're on Navarro, and they have to like camp out one night. And so they're around the fire. People are relaxing, <laughs> telling ghost stories. Baby Yoda's doing his thing, and then like out of nowhere, these giant pterodactyls, boggling like, <laughs> bat creature things start flying. Oh, what in. terrible timing it for this scene freaking, to happen! Just freaking <laughs> <considering> <laughs> pterodactyl talk. Considering our last episode, I tell you, it's all about weird. This is very meta. Yeah, yeah. it's very so, weird timing. But these pterodactyls are not about sex. So well, these pterodactyls. Horrible Those fucking people over though. Oh, big time, man! Because they're they're taken away. I forget what the things are called. The not, yeah, the blurgs. He's taking blurgs away. How do I he's flying away with them? Two of them end up perishing uh, in the course of the action. And, and, uh, and a bounty hunter. And a bounty hunter. Uh, yeah, really too bad. There's like was. a hand puppet yeah. at the front of the front of the monitor. Well, that's what the baby Yoda was. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 And then uh, baby Yoda uh, does end up healing uh, grief Karga, who yeah, gets injured. Yeah, because they needed to get baby Yoda to do it before. Ray does it in the movie. And that it might be, once we get to it, the only tie-in <laughs> from Mando as as into the film. Yeah, as yeah. far as I can tell as well, but there may be things that come to light after the fact. Because I didn't people, notice anything People will else. just dig shit up, and it'll be found eventually. Yeah, I'm interested to hear what people come up with. So there'll, be cool. there'll be other things, but it's you know what? In all honesty, we may have been overthinking of it, because, like, and even I, before we went in for, like, the last episode... Somebody had told me, like, yeah, it was confirmed. Idiot me for not asking for the source. And I was like, okay, like, about them launching it early. I honestly think they launched it early because they didn't want people to debate if they wanted to watch The Mandalorian or Star Wars. I guess yeah. that's why. I, I, I honestly, sales. I honestly, I honestly, honestly at first didn't think, it. like, how could that even affect it? If I'm a fan, I'm going to go see the movie well, anyway, be, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, exactly. Well, they want everyone to go immediately. Yeah. They want to get that first week yeah. big dick box office number. Yeah, yeah. That's what they want, and they did. I, th- I think it still got worldwide yeah. somewhere around four hundred million. It's got million. fucking Star yeah, Wars yeah. in the title. It's gonna do fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it'll do. It'll do at least uh, Last Jedi numbers. I think when it's all said. Oh, and it'll done, do better. Which than is that. yeah, yeah. And uh, and and we'll get we'll get to that more in depth as well shortly here. Now we finally get the Moff in this one, and he's some he's some sort of Moff uh, Gideon. Yeah, yeah. So he's Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, this is Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. For anybody yes. who wants to know who that is, and uh, he shows up wearing the most badass Moff armor I've ever seen. He's all in black, 
He has mm-hmm. a bunch of, uh, they must be like uh, shock troopers or death troopers with death him. Death troopers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, and they're so badass. Yeah. And I'm like, where are these guys, yeah, man? You're totally underselling it. Like, the fact that uh, the, everyone else is planning this assassination of uh, Herzog's character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this Imperial officer. Which uh, they like, do. Who's, like, they murder him. him. <laughs> well, <laughs> not really. Um, because they're all <laughs> sitting in the cantina, and then all of a sudden, like, Gideon hollow calls... Uh, Herzog's character, and all of a sudden, then he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're just going to murder this guy. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, Blaster Fire just fills the canteen. Yeah, yeah. Killing Herzog and, like, all the Stormtroopers, but none of the plot characters. Right, of course. Yes. And then... I uh, do love that throughout the episode, every time they talk about, you know, okay, we got a plan for it, it just always takes one step further. All right, we know that... um, I forget the fucking guy. Uh, grief is all... We know he's he's fucking with us, but there's only three of them. Fine, we can deal with three. Oh, holy shit, a bunch of birds. Okay, we can't. Okay, we dealt with that. Now we got to deal <laughs> with the. I forget the other guy's name. The awesome German dude, Imperial Herzog, guy. Herzog's character. Herzog's we don't, nobody knows what the fuck. Yeah, his yeah, character yeah. I don't know what he's called, yeah. yeah. Okay, we got to client. Yeah, we got to do them. Okay, he's got four stormtroopers with him. Shit, I miscounted. He's it's got like, like 12. eight <laughs> yeah. or twelve. But he didn't. Like people are fucking morons. Like. When he first contacts the Mandalorian, he's like, yeah, but this guy's numbers have just recently swelled, and now they're all over my town. That's true. And then he's like, yeah, he's got four. I'm like, didn't you just fucking tell us that this guy had, like, a it's fucking a whole town. army? It's a whole town. Well, I think he was talking about four just within no. his next No, 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 no. Go back. Watch the episode again. Watch the beginning of the episode again. It's true, yeah. The they first say five the minutes, overrun. straight up, he goes, Mando. Yeah, yeah. This guy is literally flooding my town with stormtroopers. Yeah, but when he said, when he was talking about there's only four there, he wasn't talking about four in the town. He was talking about no, four four the t- at the meeting spot. At the meeting spot. Yeah, I know, but then later on when they're going into town, they're like, I thought you said he only had four. And oh, like, they're yeah. acting like he's only got four the yeah. whole time. Yeah, no, and I'm no, like, no. a weird detail to get hung up on at that point. <laughs> no, I know. But yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> like four or eight or a whole town full of them. There's a lot. Yeah, so but then they get that. into the canteen and they're like, oh, there's not just four at the meeting. There's 12 at the meeting. Great. <laughs> and then things happen. You fire up the wall. Right. And it's like, okay, now there's an entire battalion. Yeah. And, not only, and not only that, there's a whole retinue of death troopers there, yeah, which yeah. are like, yeah. That's going to be a serious business. Yeah. The entire episode is just a series of it got worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally, like, totally, de- totally. Death troopers make stormtroopers look like stormtroopers. And then, uh, and then uh, <laughs> of course, before it's all said and done, we actually shake off a little bit of the plot armor. Uh, so, because our friend Quill seems to have gotten he gets run toasted. Down, yeah, he gets yeah. run down by some scout troopers. Yeah, yeah, scout troopers on speeder bikes, and then of course they scoop out Baby Yoda, uh, and then that's kind of where the story left us. However, did you know that the the actual stormtroopers, the battalion that show up behind the Death Troopers, so they're actually the LA yeah. five hundred first. Yeah, which I thought was so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they they brought them in just uh, for the filming of this as extras, and uh, yes. that's awesome that these super fans. Uh, part of the part 501st, of you know, the LA chapter get to be part of, uh, this amazing thing. So just a cool oh, shout yeah. out yeah. for, for, for those guys. But I was really yeah. impressed by that. But also one other thing that is something that is maybe unnoticed by most people. I don't assume that it's gone completely unnoticed. When you see the ones who are there on Navarro, the stormtroopers, the scout troopers, all of them up until the point where we see the death troopers are all wearing really run down armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the 501st yeah. chapter shows up, I don't know they're not actually the 501st like in the internal lore, but when those right. guys show up, their armor is pristine. Well, yeah. 
Not because of why you're thinking, though. Because they were not on Navarro. They were on a Star Destroyer or something? Yes. Yeah. They yeah. would have to be just recently deployed. But here's the biggest tell that that tells us, though, is that there are fully equipped Death Troopers. There are pristine stormtroopers. That means that this section of the Empire yeah. is not wasting away. Yeah. I, for all intents and purposes, they seem like they're still a force to be reckoned with. So, yes. and, and now they have a, a moth to contend with as well, which is a pretty big deal. So, And the fact that he's a moth and not the grand moth right. tells us something even more. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. One, of, one of probably many who were left. Yeah. So there's a bunch of other stuff happening in the background of Mandalorian that we haven't seen yet. Well, yeah, that, the return of Boba Fett, Baby Yoda, so many mystery boxes. So many mystery boxes they presented to us on this. <laughs> on we this still got a few more episodes, holiday season. Don't we? we have one. Just one more. Just one? One yeah. more episode. Wow, okay. Yeah, they got a bit of ground to cover. <laughs> no, I, th- I think they were saying like it's only going to be, it's going to be like just like it'll be like a year, like an annual show. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's going to be a biannual show. I'm curious if they'll stick to eight episodes for the second run or if maybe it'll be a bit longer. The problem is you can't necessarily make them longer because uh, one of the things that my brother was just telling me he was discussing, he makes shows for a living. Yeah. And he was discussing sort of the schedule and how things are made. Because of putting out all your episodes at once, yeah. you don't get to extend your time. That's Whereas if true. you do episode you know, episodically, yeah. one every week, you, there's a bit more wiggle room. Yeah, this there's, is true. But that doesn't make complete sense because The Witcher just came up with a bunch of one hour episodes and they're more. They're about what, eight or ten episodes. It was just a it was yes, just a bigger, so longer it production. It depends on circumstances. Yeah. But don't forget that the Mandalorian has way more funding than The Witcher. Well, hopefully now. Correct. That <laughs> makes a huge difference. <laughs> well, I I think I think they threw a hundred million bucks at The Witcher, didn't they? I don't know. Probably not as much no. as Mando. They couldn't no. not. They don't Mando, have the money. Mando was to. something like three point eight million per episode, something in that bracket. I don't know. I no, no, it was, it I'm was just a, guessing based on the two. No, Mando was hundred million bucks here per episode. No, no, like in total. No, no, I said like three, three point eight per episode. Then whatever the post works out to be. As yeah. Well. So ultimately, I think it ended up being like close to like eleven million dollars an episode is basically what they spent on it. Seriously? Yeah. I don't know about that, but that's yeah, nuts. it was it was a big one. It was it was one of the bigger budgets ever for television because they they said it rivaled even uh, Game of Thrones final season budget. So. Wow. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna look it up. Keep call, keep going. Keep so, going. but uh, yeah. Anyway, the 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 end of episode seven then kind of leaves us on a cliffhanger because it seems like they got a hold of Baby Yoda finally, and then everybody's sad because we all love Baby Yoda, and and Mando is probably gonna go ape shit in the final episode. Yeah, it's I would not imagine. looking good. <laughs> oh my god, Mandalorian was 15 million per episode. Whoa! Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I didn't I didn't realize that. That's crazy. Oh, that's fucking funny. Oh, oh shit! God. Wow, we were so off, <laughs> dude. That's one hundred and twenty million dollars. That's incredible, man. That baby Yoda thing is, is plushy that they carry around. You have to remember, Mandalorian <laughs> isn't just selling itself; it's selling Disney Plus. Oh, totally, and, totally. And it's kind of it was kind of begging Star Wars people to stick around. Yeah, That's true too. And, and it hit the reset button for Star Wars to some extent as well, right? It's so the it's, apology uh, letter. In I fact, would, I, I would argue, yeah. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, and it, because even, even in light of episode nine, yeah, episode nine, and, and once we get to it, you know, we'll go more in depth, but it was fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it, it was okay, but what made me more okay with it was just knowing I still had Mando. <laughs> and that made me, and that, that so even, even at the I'll, end of it, when it was all said and done, I'm like, you know what? I'm still okay with this, whatever it's done. You know what? And, that's and, fucked because that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. yeah. I, I spent like, the entire movie sitting next to Nick. 
and Nick just bitching. <laughs> and I, I, he's not wrong. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and go. He's wrong. But I know he fucking despised that movie. Yeah, <laughs> which was hilarious to hear. I would have loved to sit next to Nick for that. He was just every once in a while he'd lean over to me like. He'd make some meme joke, like, fuck it, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the thing is, though, that that's probably best that I didn't sit next to him because I would have just argued with him the whole fucking movie. Yeah, I think Osher... Because, like, I, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm not super defending the movie, the, the most recent movie that came out, but, like, given where the series had come from, I don't think that they we could have asked for anything better. Yeah, it's true. It's true Which man. is kind of sad to say, but at the same time, like, I mean, like, Ultimately, I think that that is a net success for the movie. It sounds weird, but um, the way I would finalize anything is if Brian Johnson, Brian had, Johnson, Brian, whatever, I love Brian well, nobody Johnson. Cares. Nobody yeah. cares because <laughs> nobody. If cares Brian Johnson <laughs> had done the entire trilogy, yeah, it probably would have turned out okay. I agree. If J.J. Abrams had done the, the entire series, yeah. it would have been okay. They would have been two very different series, yes. yeah. but they both would have been okay. The problem that we had here was they decided yes, no, yes. Yes. Right. They were, they were two different directors, two different sets of writers, telling two different stories or two different goals for these stories yes. that just butt heads. I'm sure the directors don't hate each other. That's not their... They don't care. They're in it for the money. No, they definitely don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. But it fucked with the story. Yeah. Ryan Johnson wasn't necessarily... He he was wrong for taking it in that direction, for taking something that was already... Here's the rails. Follow the fucking rails. And he decided, fuck the rails. Yeah. And you're like, okay, bold move. You need to be even more bold than the third one to keep that going. Which he didn't have the chance. Which he didn't right. have the chance, and J.J. Abrams didn't want to take that chance, because J.J. No. Abrams is on the rails kind of guy. Yeah. So I think that was the biggest mistake they made, was the flip-flopping. Yes. And very very similar to uh, Force Awakens, just being a very quick, succinct uh, picture from beginning to end. Uh, so th- this this last film, you know, once it's all broken down, I guess, takes place over the course of, like, 16 hours. Yeah. So it's, it's just a you know, very, very fast moving film from beginning to end right so this is moving from you know kylo ren starting with this and we'll get into we'll get into episode nine here in the official spoilers for for uh rise of skywalker here but it starts off with kylo ren like he's vowed to take down the emperor as it tells us in the title scroll yeah right so because the emperor could challenge his power or whatever and then within 16 hours <laughs> he <laughs> has found redemption I'm become a Jedi, sick turn and the light. tired of those scrolls. <laughs> to me, <laughs> movies, TV shows, it's always the show, don't tell. Yeah. Yes. And while I kind of understood it back in the they day. They can stop now. They, yeah. yeah, they can fucking Cause they, stop. Because it's, 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 they've done the Skywalker series. The other Star Wars movies have not had the Yeah, scroll. Rogue One didn't have just, it. Just, Han Solo didn't have it. On. Yeah. And, and I love the scroll for what it is, but I agree with you, Adam. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the show don't tell thing. Yes. Back in the day, they didn't have the resources to show this bigger, grander world. Right. So they sort of had to set things up. I get it. I support it back then. But now, everyone knows the world. We don't need the fucking scrolls. Yeah. Show yeah. us what's happening. Well, the other thing was with this one is <laughs> so they spent a good portion of that title scroll just. Filling in plot details, yes. So they yeah. didn't. So they didn't the, have the, to show it. They're like, 
we want to tell you the exciting part of the story. So we're going to tell you all the shit that happened between the last so, movie and now. And, and the weirdest <laughs> and the weirdest thing is is by the end of that scroll, I realized that that probably was the entire plot of the movie, and then the rest of it is just this is just the end game now. This is just them, yeah, sort yeah. of two sides coming at each other from here on out for yeah. the rest of the movie. There was no plot at all at any point over Not the course really. of this movie. There, there was one. There was one moment that, that was very formative to to uh the experience of luke as a jedi master trying to train people up and leia as 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 a padawan trying to become a jedi herself and that was the flashback sequence yeah which yeah. was quite a surprise and I, and I was actually really appreciative of it because it's not something that star wars does they pulled star that wars, from the eu yeah star wars does not do flashbacks in yeah. in, in the movies itself unless you count the prequels as well one big long flashback is that JJ, true? It is true, because J.J. kind of toyed with it in The Force Awakens with uh, voices from the past when, when, when Ray grabs the lightsaber hilt. However, uh, in this film, this is a full-on flashback, so visual even, of uh, yeah. Luke, young Luke training younger Leia. It's and, a filling uh, you in on a plot device. And I, and yeah. I think, based on, what I, based on what I saw there, I think that if J.J. had done uh, The Last Jedi, that there would have been a lot more of that. Yes, to yes. sort of give more backstory about how Luke ended up where he did. And instead of doing what Ryan Johnson did, it was just sort of focusing on the fall itself. So I think J.J. would have would have at least given a little bit more of that backstory and to get us to where we are I now. Probably would have done, done a better deal with Leia, probably. Yeah, I yeah. think oh, yeah. so. Because I, it, cause by the end of The Last Jedi, I didn't think Leia was The Last Jedi. But if they had shown these sequences in there... I would have thought that oh maybe she is the last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> so, maybe it was Leia, not Rey. Yeah, 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 and 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 so I think, you know, at the end of the day, I think Ryan Johnson made the choices he made, and I think a lot of it had to do with sort of ego and 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 telling the story he wanted to tell versus the story you know fans really needed to have to to enjoy this trilogy to to its full effect. But right. yeah, it's just uh, I could I could see that film now and the way J.J. would have done it. And, and for instance, there would be that. There would be Luke Skywalker actually showing up uh, to to the final battle in yeah. person. I think J.J. would have done that as well. There's just all these things that I think would have been so different, just like you said, Adam, if he had done the entire trilogy instead of just two-thirds of it. Oh, for and, sure. And before yeah. you jump into that, because I know you're, you're about to jump into yeah. your, your whole thing there, uh, which I'm excited to actually hear. Um, the, the one thing that I have to say, kind of just touching on what you said there, with uh, with Ryan Johnson coming in how he did and trying to do his whole thing, remember when we were talking about it originally? I even said it would have been nice uh, had he not done that there. Like I think that Ryan Johnson can tell a good Star Wars story, mm-hmm. but the the only issue I took with it, and I think that ultimately what it kind of boils down to for a lot of the old time fans, is that he came in at the tail end of a nine-part series yeah. and said, fuck the story, guys. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. do yes. something fun. It's true. Which, hey, if he... Because like, the whole idea was that he was going to get his own trilogy after that. If he had just saved it for that. Right. Because what he did was he just pretty much told everyone who's been dedicated to this nine series of movies, yeah. fuck you. That's really what that was. Which, that is not a cool thing to do, man. No, it's not. <laughs> not at the not. second last chapter. He, he, he had started he, episode 10 with the, this isn't your mother's Star Wars yes. anymore. It would have been that like, all right, fine. I'm totally down yeah, with this. Let's see where this thing goes. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that you, mean, uh, you mean episode 7. No, episode <laughs> 10. <laughs> yeah. 
That, you're that's talking, you're, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You, you're making a theoretical about... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get it now. But no, yeah, if he had done 789 in that way, I also would have been okay with that. Yeah. Yes. Um, but the problem was is that's not how it happened. Yeah, it's not how it started, certainly. But either way, so take yeah, it away. Yeah. So I, I think this is a good starting point. I think you guys will agree with me, uh, just oh, based on our oh, conversations th- th- here. This will be fun. So this is my... Uh, for once, I wrote like... A legit. This oh, is this is something that could be in an the article. First time Adam's written since grade school. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very, as a DM, you're right. I never write. I'm very stuff. excited. No, about you this. just read, man, and you do little fucking numbers on the sheet. I know. I look at those numbers. That's why you had me move. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited and curiously roused. Oh, I totally looked at the numbers last night, dude. I ne- I never looked on purpose. You know that. I right? know. It was just funny. The Rise of Skywalker was at its base a core J.J. Abrams Star Wars movie. J.J. Abrams was famous in his first outing with The Force Awakens as someone who mirrored the original New Hope as closely as possible without being sued for copyright infringement. Mm. Something f- <laughs> <laughs> something's fan- fans wanted and were pleased to see return to form. Rise of Skywalker is no different in that it sets itself up as a repeat of Return of the Jedi. We even get to see Billy D. Williams flying the Falcon at the end uh, for the grand final battle. Woo! While to most the previous statements sound amazing, and you can see that on paper, that all sounds fantastic, it fails for a few reasons. Mm. Abrams attempted to mimic the style and feel of Return of the Return of the Jedi, but did. couldn't do it justice, mostly because he had to spend two thirds of the movie retconning the last Jedi's reveals. <laughs> this is true. Dedicating reveals of his own to the same topic. Yep. The breakneck speeds that JJ had to work with caused reveals to feel less like long term payoffs and more of a series of Deus Ex Machina reveals, which leaves you unfulfilled. Let's not even talk about the time they wasted introducing two new side characters just so no one thought Poe and Finn were gay. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like, what, would that have been a problem for anyone? Would anyone no, nobody gives think, a shit. I don't like, I think it would have been a problem. Nobody would have cared. I actually Why can't they have a bromance? Nobody gives a shit. Like, bromance or make them <laughs> or legit gay. I don't give a fuck. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. This is not a problem anymore, guys. It was a wasted effort. It was. <laughs> It also took away from the time dedicated to character building and defining decisions famous in Return of the Jedi that made it so important and personal. This leads to characters Rey, Poe, and Finn being nothing more than action figures being moved into their positions. Mm. The arts <laughs> on sale now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go buy them. Yeah, yeah. totally. Fully opposable. Give, it... give it the Disney store. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, give us some profits, please. Poe po- <laughs> po with Baby Yoda. Rey with the a- Rey with Baby Yoda. Speaking, speaking of those things. Reach into that bag right there. Oh, God. <laughs> Under the jacket. This? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I went, oh my god! I went to the Disney store and I bought the Knights of Ren set. <laughs> oh no, it's not the Knights of Ren set. Oh. Amanda's gonna wrap it and give it to me for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh the, my god! Is it gonna be Ray with Baby Yoda on her back? Yep. Jesus, fuck doing like running and running and doing myself. flips, <laughs> like Luke Skywalker and Empire. I will literally blow my brains. <laughs> Not, nothing against Ray or Baby Yoda, just don't reenact that fucking sequence, please. Yeah, just don't. Just don't. <laughs> the art style was absolutely stunning, a feature mm. I'm glad they did take from Last Jedi, yeah. as yeah. that movie wowed me with its use of colors and silhouettes. Mm-hmm. But the final scenes with the robot Palpatine and Raylo were downright obnoxious. Raylo, dude. <laughs> Maybe I'm getting old, but the amount of flashing lights ruined the gorgeous view of the Emperor and the scenery. Uh, I should have put it somewhere in there with the uh, Adeptus Mechanicus Emperor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love the aesthetic, but could use with less strobing. During the scenes, my eyes began to water, a headache began forming, and I had to squint not to be driven mad. (laughs) 
Maybe that was the point. Yeah. This movie just gave you epilepsy? Honestly, yeah. I, for the first time, I'm like, do I have epilepsy or a minor form of it? Because this hurt. No, it was irritating. It was irritating. Yeah, yeah. It was irritating. <laughs> <laughs> it is unfortunate that Carrie Fisher passed when she did, as this movie felt the need to incorporate her, while her performance in Force Awakens and Last Jedi were honestly bad. This was a straight-up insult. They took deleted scenes she filmed for the previous two and slapped them in there, causing many hilariously framed and cut shots. It was was pretty funny, like, Ray would lead her... With like like three or four lines, just for her to be like, nope. <laughs> I, it, it almost felt like you know those toys with like the the fancy lines that they have. You push the back and they just say some generic line like, "The force is with you." Yeah, you mean like we Woody? cannot give up. Yeah, you mean yeah, like Woody from Toy Story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ray is like, so should we push through this, defeating the Empire and overcoming the the the, the objective? And she's like. Yes, we should. <laughs> like, yeah. But she gave like this whole spiel to get to that point. It, it was, was so terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it could have been done better. Um, with meaningless dialogue and a death scene reminiscent of Luke in The Last Jedi, I do believe that it would have been better if they just wrote her out. Yeah. Ultimately, I would chalk this movie up to the failings of a publishing company that started a series to make money and then figured out the story later, causing a ping-pong effect in stories between The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker that led to unfulfilling conclusions and a last-minute reveals. I think this series proves how important The Empire Strikes Back was to the entire original trilogy. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. You know, that's kind of funny because if you look at it that way, uh, A New Hope and... uh, Wow, yes. So, the, yeah, four, five, six. Without five, six would have probably been about the same. Yeah. 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 If, you had, if you had the back and forth, if Empire Strikes Back wasn't as good and... Because they did do back and forth in those movies, too. Kind of. Five, five was not... Um, five was a different director. It was, yeah, it yeah. was. Five was Irving Kirshner. But yeah. the sixth movie, or the... Yeah, the sixth movie, Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi, followed from the fifth. It took from the yes. fifth and yeah, moved it, on it with moved that on style. With it, yeah. Like we were saying, if they had just stuck with one way or the other... This would have been fucking fine. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. You're right. We could never know that future, that other dimensional world. Until it happens. Until it happens. Yeah, J.J. definitely went out of his way to sort of tread a middle line in this, right? Yeah. So, because he's, he's retconning a lot of things that, that did or didn't happen or just answers that we needed. So, for instance, like... <laughs> the Holdo like, maneuver? Like the Holdo maneuver. Yeah, so that... <laughs> So they let's, justify let's just, it by let's saying just it's a thanks for smoking that it, whole fucking that yeah whole yeah. He, they said, oh no, why why would we do that? It's a one in a million shot or something like that. It's like okay, well thanks because like it didn't seem like that when she pulled the maneuver. Yeah. So but anyway, it was it was pretty random. And then uh, finally revealing that Snoke was just sort of a homunculus or something. That, I actually like that, that. I mean, it's that fine. part of that part I like. It's fine. It's just that there was there was definitely a lot more to him than that when that they, needed back to in be the a reveal. In the last movie, yes, yes. they needed to, that needed to be needed the, to be end, end, like, the, the, the end reveal movie. of the last again, movie. Again, yes. all of the setup with the emperor and everything, and that should have all been done in the last. We Jedi. needed to know that Ray was Palpatine's granddaughter. No, we didn't in the last know that. One. We didn't need to know that. I think that should have been. I that, think that it should have. They. The it, only it reason was fine that, in this. The only reason why I think it shouldn't have been in the last one is because that should have been revealed in this movie. They should have done it differently because in the second one, what they did was they let you down with. Oh, it's nobody. Oh, it's nobody. I agree. And if they hadn't said that, if they're like, well, "Yeah, we still don't fucking know," that would have been a, a mystery carried into Actually, the third I heard movie. It, I heard a good uh, another another podcast. They were talking about Star Wars, and, and I, I wish I could remember which one it was right off the bat, so I could shout them out. I think it was Force Center uh, okay. podcast. So if I'm quoting them, so and and one of the hosts had said, "If 
Seven sort of posed the thesis for what this new trilogy would be about. Eight was kind of the antithesis. So mm-hmm. in the first one, it's like, oh, Ray is special. Her parents are, they must be special. They must be someone. And then the second one was like, oh, no, her parents are nobody. And she's a nobody. Right? And, yeah. And then, and then, and then uh, nine would have kind of been the, the, the one to combine these things and to sort of find uh, that middle road in between them. But uh, I guess it was supposed to be in a harmonious way, but that's tough to do when you're retconning half a movie that happened before. So that was just a really good way of putting it, I think. And, and, and I think, uh, you know, I pay respect to them for, for coming up with that idea because that was a really fucking smart way to put it. Yeah. But, uh, but it's, it's just, the, the trouble is, is just the extremes to which we went, you know, eight as the complete and utter antithesis, not just of seven, but also of all Star Wars films that came before it was yeah. was a bit of a problem, yeah. and uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was quite surprising to see just how much had to be retconned. And uh, it's sad in this that I, I'm getting the feeling like our, we're all generally in the same idea that it's this movie is trying to bear the weight of sins of <laughs> sins of, yeah, that are not its own. Yeah, yeah, and it gets bogged down because of it, and that's really unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, though, like like I've said before. I think that like what this movie did was ultimately kind of needed, but like at the same time, it's like what a bad fucking time to do this. Yeah, right mm. at the end. Yeah, because it's like it's like uh, imagine trying to sell your house. You had a party the night before, so like you're running around cleaning things. Yeah, <laughs> and instead of like you know like repainting the walls, you're putting stickers on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Shiny, bright CG stickers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like at the same time, it's, I, I can't fault. I don't feel like I can fault the movie because I think that given what, where they were and what they had to work with, yeah. I think they did a pretty damn good job. Yeah. Like it felt like it was a Star Wars movie at the end of the day. Yeah. But did it feel like a great one? No. I mean, are Star Wars movies even that great? Not necessarily. Like they're pretty standard fucking movies yeah. at the end of the day, and this is coming from somebody who's a hardcore fan it's, of Star it's, Wars. It's, it was it was just the magic of the actors, I think, and the direction. Well, is it? Yeah, the big thing, like though, just dude, like Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, like their 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 chemistry and everything, just maybe it was incredible. But, it was the, incredible. I think like the big thing for Star Wars for me as a fan is the greater universe. Yeah, it's not even the movies. The movies are great, <laughs> like in the sense that I really enjoyed them. I've enjoyed them since I was a kid. But I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, they're not. They are not phenomenal movies. They're they're middle of the line movies, but they're but they're good at what they are. Yeah, and then and I think that's maybe what maybe upset a lot of people too with the last or yeah the last Jedi was that it was a lot more. (laughs) I I tried to be JJ Abrams strange as a director because I I don't know what I classify. Here's the deal: I don't know what I classify as a good director. I I'm on. I maybe this is something debatable. I, I. I think I don't consider J.J. Abrams a good director. And what I mean by that is he is not uniquely clever. He What he's good at is copying and perfecting the formula. No, you know what he is? Seriously. like, And this, this is something I've said about him since he did the Star Trek remakes. He's a salesman. Yeah. He is. He yeah, comes yeah, in time. and he's like, "Bam! Look at this fucking shit, shiny, shiny fucking shit! Oh, it's so amazing! Give me yeah. your fucking money." Just like, just like with Force Awakens and the marketing of you know BB-8 and things like that. Yeah, that yeah. was like, all him. And all that shit. That's yeah. all him. And like, and don't get me wrong, he's amazing. Oh at yeah, selling shit. Yeah. yeah. 
But you're right. He's not a phenomenal. And he can make it really shiny. But he doesn't come up with his own unique ideas, I think. I don't think that that's always the case, but I think all of his unique ideas are spent on things that he is closer to. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Like um, Cloverfield. Cloverfield would be a good one. Those were his more more clever shit. Um, Fringe had moments where it was clever. Yeah, maybe you're right. And and so I think he's very good at what he does, Mm -hmm. but I think when he's a mercenary, he's just that. He's a mercenary. (laughs) When he's a mercenary. I love that description. (laughs) But that's what he is for Star Wars and for Star Trek. He's a mercenary. I completely agree, which is why I love it, because it's absolutely accurate. Yeah, but I, 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 like, I'm not trying to besmirch him in any way. I think, no, no. No, he's great at what he fucking does. Yeah, he is. But he is what he is. He resurrects franchises, man. Like he, he does. He does. Like, about as cool as Palpatine looked in this fucking movie. I don't think anything J.J. Abrams will make will be, like, the most amazing thing, the, the new thing that takes... You know, there are every once in a while, there are a, there's a movie that takes our culture in a different direction. Mm, sure. Um, Star Wars was definitely one of those. The, like a, a New Hope out. when it first came out. A New well, Hope, yeah, yeah. Nobody else had done special effects like that. Exactly. And yeah. no one had done the Hero's Journey sci-fi and made sci-fi famous. That way, yeah. That way. I mean, the Hero's Journey is, yeah, it's been over and fucking done, but yeah. yeah it made it famous, though. <sighs> I don't know if I agree with that completely, but I, but I see People where you're going People didn't notice it. it as much at the time. Okay, sure. Well, certainly not as it applied to sci-fi. I, so. I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't know. Ah, fair enough. Because I wasn't really around at that time period. I, I studied that kind of shit. I love the well, hero's journey and I... John, yeah. I guess you do too. But yeah. I don't mean the movies. I mean like the storytelling <laughs> stuff. Anyway. Yeah. You know I went to film school, right? Yeah, you well... That, that wasn't like one of our fucking topics. Who's, uh, <laughs> who is... Um, who did George Lucas study under? It was like Campbell... What was his name? I always forget his name. He's the one who wrote the hero's journey book. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. For, I always forget his fucking name. It's, it's like all the all the John tropes Campbell and archetypes. John yeah, Campbell, yeah. I think yeah, it? maybe John Campbell. John yeah, Campbell. yeah. We'll go with that. But yeah, I've read that book a few times, and I can never. Remember I own the book. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, somewhere I own it. Here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I've read it a few times. You'd think I'd own it. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> no, you just borrow it every time. Yeah. yeah. I've I've owned three copies of The Prince. Read it three times. <laughs> given to me all the way. That's hilarious! Like Machiavelli's, yeah, the Machiavelli's prince. the prince. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same way with um, uh, uh, um, Temple of the Golden Pavilion. Not heard of that one. So it's a good book. It's by Yukio Mishima. He was like oh. a uh, like this extremist right wing Japanese crazy guy who ended up committing like he and his cult committed seppuku Jesus. after taking over a government building. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. we did it. All right, we're out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the book is crazy good. But I, I've owned it like multiple times. I read it and I let somebody borrow it, and I never see it again. So <laughs> like, oh, I gotta go buy it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it made that sort of famous. And J.J. Abrams will never have a. The Lost was like that, but it never gave any answers. It didn't really change the world. Yeah, uh, everyone was thinking it was going to. Uh, but J.J. Abrams just couldn't pull it off. He was cl- so close, but he couldn't pull it off. Yeah. J.J. Abrams will never give us something that changes the direction of our culture. Because he... Most likely. Most likely. Because he just doesn't do anything really out there or really bold. He, he needs to find he needs to find that other piece of him that's missing in, in somebody else and bring them to the table with him and then he'll make something great. Like yeah. if, if he and like Joss Whedon teamed up, I think that they would... Round one another that, out. That sounds like like the ultimate uh, fanboy slash girl like wet dream. Yes, 
I don't know if that would be any good, to be honest. I don't know if they clash with personalities or anything, but, I, I mean, on paper, that sounds amazing. It's just Joss Whedon has a way, when he has creative control, of adding a lot of uh, uh, gravity and meaning behind, for instance, like the action that's happening on a screen, of, right? A lot of witticisms. Yeah, 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 as opposed to, you know, uh, you know, 10,000, you know, world-destroying weapon equipped Star Destroyers just hovering over a planet doing nothing. I have nothing, such then... a huge problem with that block device. <laughs> you know what? At, at this point, to be honest with you, I was like, seems legit. Well, because somebody... let's, let's, no, let's no. think about it honestly. All of the fucking Star Wars movies have been, uh, let's ramp up the destruction level. But wait. And it was like, Death Star 1, not that big. Death Star 2 made Death Star it's, 1 it's look bigger. like a bitch. It's bigger. It's bigger. And then Starkiller Base was like, Oh, it's well, a planet fuck now. all y'all guys. It's a planet. We're a literal planet. And, <laughs> and we it's eat sucking suns. a star, yeah. And then, and then it's like, and then uh, Ryan Johnson had like kind of a cool, he kind of had like the, the new version of the, like, um, not the Eclipse class, but like the Super Star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. In, in a ship that had guns that could, I don't know. They were kind of cool looking, I yeah, guess. Yeah. They couldn't shoot they, very they, far. They could, they could hit a base with some accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> and then and but then we have a a, a fleet of planet killing uh, star destroyers. But here's the thing, <laughs> and, and and you're right, ridiculous. Of course it is. But I mean, it's par for the course. Palpatine was like, "Well, my other plans didn't work out. I'm going to take Thrawn's original plan and just use that." But he says he says something like. This will be 10,000 times the size of the First Order uh, fleet. And the First Order fleet is 1,000 ships. That means it would be 100,000 ships. That seems legit. I don't know. I'm not good at math. What do you want from me? You, but but, but, but the think best about part, the number of people it would take to man so all the, of them. The best like. part about that, about the people, how many people it takes, Paul made this comment. I, I don't know why I didn't think about it because maybe just the speed of the movie yeah. just didn't let you time to think about these things. Probably good on it. I am Kylo Ren. I am Ray. The only way in which we could find this planet is through a very specific MacGuffin. No one else can get to this planet. Look, I'm at this planet. Why are there a bunch of ships manned by millions of people? Yeah. And they're here. The resources it would have but, taken okay. to like build a hundred thousand of these things. Though that's not necessarily the case because we and this is where a craft of writer is gonna come in, and I almost guarantee you they're gonna use this. Capital ships can be run by droids and droid brains. Yeah, well, we expected that uh, that the, the people were brought in was. afterwards. That was our thing. That now Probably. that now that yes, Kylo knows where to get there and how to get there. He brought his people in. We did That's that, but it's just funny that it's completely glossed over. Yes, no one thinks about it. So it's like it's JJ. It's JJ. You're like, <laughs> this is so difficult to get here. So let's just get a million people in here. This should be easy. But I what assume it's it, just like way they, more than a million. I people, just assume that there is like an easy way, and then there's the way that the heroes found out, <laughs> and the people are like, wait, you came here how? <laughs> the front door, dude. It's like d- right over there. There's a hyperlane. Everyone fucking uses it. <laughs> it's like you didn't get off the on route. Did you not see the like billions of people coming in on transports like yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> it's just but, crazy, like, man. Like, like what did he, did he just hire like? One manager for like every ship, and then he's like, "All right, you hire, you interview other people, and you hire them." <laughs> <laughs> They're not even looking at resumes like, anymore. They're like, "Hired, hired, 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 hired." I assume so. <laughs> They're like, "They're like, well." 
we're going to deploy all these ships and probably half of them will die to like insurgencies and shit like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll hire these guys. We'll, we'll, we'll pay them after I was the first say, job. It would have been, it would have been, it would have been difficult because first he would have had to hire like all the HR for onboarding, but he is kind of the HR for the whole operation. So, I mean, I mean if there's a problem, he'll just fucking lightning bolt them to death. In, so. in all fairness, <laughs> but in all fairness though, like, I mean, uh, what, say what you will about like the emperor and like not being able to count the, however many ships and whatnot. But I mean, like the guy yeah. has never been good at math, right? <laughs> he had he had the first order that came after order sixty six. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, then, the, and then, final the, and then order, the final order, which is not even a number. <laughs> this is order sixty seven eight. The final I'm order. I'm starting over again. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> this will be the first order. Okay, then that'll be the second order. No, that will be the final order. <laughs> Are you not planning on having any orders after this? No. Everyone will be dead. Sir, we have planned out this chart of all the orders in their order. That is order one, two. All right, sir, that's order 600. Make the last, the first one, the last one. (laughs) Sir, we can't do that. The number doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Do it. Yeah. He basically uses Microsoft naming conventions for his orders. (laughs) So it just goes all over the place, man. (laughs) Oh, man, fuck. But, like, so... I don't know, like, your thing was a great, like, kind of play over the whole movie, but, like, the whole time I was thinking, like, you know, the fir- like, we see Ren kind of going on his journey, and mm-hmm. then he kind of does, like, his, like, redemption arc, and I'm like, wow, this is going great. In, I'm, like, like totally a 16 hour, this shit. A 16-hour time and, period. And Ray was going down the dark side, I'm like, yes, I totally called this shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, obviously, like, that's not gonna how, how it plays out. I'm not right. an idiot. I know how to watch movies. Um... <laughs> But, like, there was a part midway through the movie, and I'm like, yes, we're getting the Knights of Ren. They're walking around. Yeah. They're being super unhelpful. Oh, but then my favorite so part was badass. coming up where, like, they started to show them where they're about to shoot a music video up on this rock because they're not <laughs> doing anything else but posing. Like a camera, and I'm like, drone, camera and also, drone just and went, swooping and around. Went to an, and it went to another fucking scene. I'm like, what happened in the music video with the Knights of Ren? <laughs> 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 the Backstreet Rens. <laughs> because, like, it zooms in, they're like, ain't no lie, Ren, bye, bye, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, because they're up on this fucking plateau with a shuttle, and they're, like, looking out in the distance. I'm like, you guys have literally fucking probe droids. What are you doing here? <laughs> there's, 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 like, they're the most underfunded motherfuckers, and they're not even fucking Jedi. It's just J.J. <laughs> Abrams giving them more direction, like, smoldering, more smoldering. Stare off in the distance. Yes, 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 no, 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 no yes, yes. Now sneak, sneak. <laughs> like, like, but like, this fucked up thing is, I'm looking at these guys' gear and I'm like, that's not a viral weapon. I'm like, that's legit blade. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Who the fuck is this clown? And then I'm like, looking like at the other guy. He's like, shit. he's like, I got a glowy hammer. I'm like, okay, that can't be like, that cannot be solid. Yeah, yeah. So that cannot <laughs> be a good hammer. <laughs> oh and, I'm like, and I'm just like looking at these guys. I'm like. You guys were supposed to be cool. What the fuck happened? Here, hand me, hand me the knights. Hand me the knights. Like, seriously, yeah, let's look at them right now. Let's take a look. We have right. the knights here with us. We got a guy with not a vibroax. We got a guy with <laughs> not a vibroax. With oh, oh shit, he's got he's got Sa- Sauron's fucking mace. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Oh, let's look at we'll this just guy. Just have like a force pike or something. He's got uh, he's got a cleaver. Okay. <laughs> He's got a big ass cleaver. All right. He was just a chef. He was, go- he was just a chef on Kylo Ren's Star he looks Destroyer. Like it, though. He looks like it. He's got this fucking like weird nun hat going on here. What the fuck is that? This guy's a butcher. 
<laughs> He's just a butcher. <laughs> Kylo Ren is like, oh, hold on a second. Is no, this, is this gets, his line? Are these his line cuts? It gets, it, it, it gets better. <laughs> or just his backup It does not answers. stop there. We got this guy with the hook thing. It looks like it's a scythe, but it's pointed in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. And I then mean, there's this on. other guy here who's literally just a stormtrooper, but they put him in different armor so he could shoot better. Okay, let me see. He's see red. And then, and then one last guy. We got one guy here in the back who's got an arm gun. Uh, with no way to aim it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> with no way to aim it. Who we got here? Yeah. The no main I'm reason gonna... I got it was just to get the best view I could on the Knights of Ren. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm really interested yeah, in the character designs. They just are designs. not... <laughs> it's like, they're part of the most well-equipped fucking uh, military out there, and they've got shit for here. I don't here. understand why. Yeah, like, why... I could make any of those characters in Edge of why the Empire Palpatine... with starting funds. Why wouldn't Palpatine <laughs> be like, here, everybody have a couple lightsabers. Boom, there you go. I thought they were all Jedi that like left with Ren. Like, yeah. With they were, ben. Un, I thought they were unfulfilled Jedi. Yeah, like, they but were they Jedis. Would, yeah, but Ren would teach them how to make a lightsaber, Oh, right? for sure, yeah. Dude, this guy just has the slappy end of a hockey stick. That's what I was telling you. He's got an inverse fucking scythe. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> he's got a hockey stick. <laughs> yeah. That's really what he's got. Just, just, the, just the slappy end, though. <laughs> like, and don't get me Like, remember every, every every episode of the podcast, whenever I've mentioned the Knights of Ren, I was super psyched What's about it? that. Yeah. Who are the and guys? Like, Who are the these guys? guys would be made Phasma's bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Phasma was well, that, a cooler Well, that's character. why they didn't come around until she was gone. I guess. They were probably scared. They're like, fuck, calling the B team. She would have beat their ass. <laughs> we lost the one chick who also had no awesome moment in the show that was totally deserving of it. These guys look way too badass to be as weak as they were in the movie. No, they're, they're fucking, they're like, they're not even characters. They're not even characters. No, they the, might you're have, right. They're you not might characters. You might as well slap red ar- armor on them and made them into Sith fucking troopers at that point. Yep. Well, I'm just going to look at them and just imagine what could have been. Speaking what? of the Sith, out of curiosity, so the scene with Palpatine and they have all, like, the million of people in the stadium. Don't worry about that. Yeah, the cultists, like the Sith cultists. So those are supposed to be just cultists. I, I assume that they're, like, Sith followers of Palpatine. See, am I the only one that thought it would have been cooler if they were supposed to be kind of like how Rey had... The spirits of all the Jedi, the, the Sith, the, the the spirits of all past Sith. Oh fuck it, being the even the spirits, just let them be fucking Sith. Even and all of a sudden they started walking forward, and you saw red beams coming out of them, like like red lightsabers. Lightsabers, yeah. And then like something happened, they all fucking got crushed. Regardless, like whatever, like that would have been like a mom, like a huge. Well, weren't moment. they just? Uh, what's the planet? Uh, eczema. What's the eczema? <laughs> what's yeah, the planet? Eczema? Yeah, yeah they were on planet. Yeah, they're on planet <laughs> Eczema. The planet? No, they're on planet Eczema. Let's just fucking call it. So, what it is. But yeah, yeah. So planet Eczema. Weren't they I mean, just inhabitants? Just, no, nobody lives on that. Planet. Oh, okay, are okay. You, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, outside? man. I don't know. <laughs> Tonta, there's Tauntauns and Hoth, but they live under Dude, the ice. There's lightning rocks underneath. in the air in that place. <laughs> so what's that? There's lightning rocks in the air don't in that place. The sky is made of lightning stones. That's why you build giant temples to shield you from them. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no, I mean like. If you look at the movie under a microscope, you're going to find flaws. Yeah. But that's kind of true for a lot of Star Wars movies. Totally. For, for all movies, but everywhere, I mean, all the time. Ultimately, we're not, we were never going to get the final movie we wanted. No. Nah. We were going to get the final movie that we deserved up to that point. <laughs> and, I mean, as a hardcore fan, it saddens me to say that. But at the same time, now I'm like, okay... Let's move on. You showed yeah. me with the Mandalorian that you know what you're doing if you have the right people at the helm. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Don't fuck up. Yeah. Learn from this lesson. Move on. And yeah. there was there was there was some moments I genuinely liked. I genuinely liked uh, no, Ben. Like, I, 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 I genuinely movie. liked Ben Solo's redemption. I really enjoyed that part oh, of it. Oh okay. God, I hate Kyle. That. Okay, seriously, no. Ben Solo throughout the whole trilogy yeah. has been the only character I liked. Yeah. They did his his redemption too quickly. Too well, suddenly. Everything was too quickly. Everything yeah. was every, too quick. We can all agree here yeah, that yeah. that movie needed to be stretched the fuck out. Totally, yeah. there, there, there was, was way like, too much slim fast going on. There was like <laughs> six or eight character moments in that in that whole movie where if they just stretched them out and let them just hang in the air for like a minute or two a piece. Yeah, <laughs> it would have made this movie so much better. And I'm talking like you know like like Poe Dameron's exchange. You know, with Leia's dead body, you know, in state or whatever, when he was like yeah. speaking to her, that needed to be longer. That that could have been like a major character reveal for Poe Dameron. You know what I mean? Because and we like, just we have nothing about the guy except oh, he used to run jobs with Zori Bliss or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but we know nothing about him from three movies. We have no clue. And, and that was kind of a weird time to hook in. Like Poe's got a dark backstory. It's like yeah, we're in the last movie, guys. That reveal was last movie. You should have yeah, shown yeah. us that last movie. And then they're yeah. kind of they're and they're they're kind of toying with like. Like oh so he's not he's not into Finn he's into Zori Bliss but oh is he also jealous of Finn being into Ray does he think Finn's into Ray and then they never really explore that either so yeah. they just they they there's all these ideas that just obviously were not explored earlier on they tried to shoehorn in but you're right if it was just you know these few character moments and they'd stretch them out and let the movie breathe a little bit could have been a hell of a lot better yeah no, honestly I honestly and and, that. and 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 uh, I would have liked to see even a couple more flashbacks with Luke Skywalker and the sort of lead up to, you know, the event that happened in the last Jedi that they flash back to, which is Luke and, and then the whole thing, you know, coming down on Ben Solo and him turning like, it would have been interesting to see just a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and to be completely honest with you, I, I would have actually like this movie needed to be almost two, maybe three movies yeah. because having Ray actually fall for a while yeah. and then have, Ben come and actually bring her out of it, which is effectively what he did anyway. That's right, yeah. Would have been so much better of a That would have been a great way to end part one with her effectively turning. Part two. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, The Last Jedi, that whole th- sequence yeah. needed to happen last In, movie. That's right. Yeah. Because, like, when the whole Snoke thing there... If he even gets cut down, but before that makes that Palpatine reveal, if that... Oh, out I see what you're saying. At the end yeah. of that movie, and then she went to go find her grandfather, mm-hmm. and then and then beginning of the last movie is Ray, kind of taking up the mask of Ren, kind of thing. Like yeah, not yeah. specifically that mask, but becoming the new Vader. Right. And then and, and then after showing that scene, they cut straight over to Ben, and he's does the whole thing with uh, Han. Sure. And then throws his lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a good starting point. It would have been. Yes. It would have been. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and then, and then there would have been time for all the character moments too. Yeah. 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 I mean, like as much as I liked Finn and Poe doing like hyperspace skipping and stuff like that, that stuff was not needed. Ultimately. Oh, it was. It was just. It, it wasn't flashy. Needed. Big. It was cool. Yeah. I loved it, but it didn't need to be in the movie. What we needed was to wrap up the characters nicely. Yes. Yep. And we didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, they, they had lots of opportunities. I mean, they could have even used, you know, the 50 minutes of the Dreadnought chase from The Last Jedi to do some of that as well, but they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it, it's just, it's unfortunate because, like, it, it's stuff that, I mean, yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty, sure. But, I mean, like, if they had just taken a moment to breathe and be like, well, we've only got so much time. We yeah. need to get these stories fleshed out. Yeah. But it didn't happen. Yeah, they should have been like... Because no, there there isn't a single human being on this planet that if after a Last Jedi, 
Disney came out and said, I know everyone, I know that we are announcing that this trilogy was supposed to be the trilogy and the ending of the Skywalker, but we have decided to make it a quadrilogy. Just, just to wrap it up. Just to wrap it up, we feel this story is intense and deserving of its time. Nobody would have said no. Everyone would have gone, more Star Wars! Yeah. That's, <laughs> we not only would have been ang- not angry, they would have been happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they could have pulled off like a full-on like Infinity War Endgame situation. Yeah. So, yeah. I I don't know why they didn't make that decision. Yeah, and like, We not? theorized early on that it would be two movies. Yeah. And that would have made sense, I think. It yeah. would have made sense. But like, or even, even like, be like, okay, we're going to delay this last movie for a bit. Here's an interim movie, and they did a lot of the Poe and Finn shit mm-hmm. in that yeah. movie. That could have been like cool. a small cameo yeah. where Ray kills Chewbacca, quote yeah. unquote. Out. Yeah, like that's as a side Rebel movie. Adventures. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Like that would have been an amazing ancillary movie. First off, because I don't think anyone hates Poe or Finn. No, no just like a, like a buddy, like a buddy cop adventure yeah. type of thing. Plus, yeah. the Chewbacca fake out could have had a little bit more gravity because yeah. that lasted a whole of what two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the course of this movie, I'm like, oh, Chewbacca's dead. Oh, he's not dead. And it <laughs> like, makes it so much worse later. when we immediately know that Chewbacca. I don't know why they fucking showed us that scene because we, as the viewers, knew that Chewbacca was dead, and for the next like half an hour. We're just it's, waiting for the other shoe to drop. It, it's Poe <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, it's Poe and Finn going. I can't believe he's dead. We're like, dude, we already know. Like, you're just... like, we'll do it for Chewbacca. <laughs> well, and they showed us that there was two shuttles there anyway. We never saw the other one leave. I'm like, okay, wait. There was two shuttles in the shop before this, and we just saw one shuttle taking off and get destroyed. Yeah. What happened to the other shuttle? Yeah. Nobody's fucking gonna address this. Yeah. <laughs> like that was literally. I was sitting there the whole time. I'm like, like, what about this other shuttle? Mm. Because that, that's what killed it for me. Because I was like, there's another shuttle in that shot. I'm not an idiot. I can count. I'm not Palpatine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cool cool show of force powers, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was, no, I was really glad like, to see that. that was Ray sweet. accidentally destroying it. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's perfect. That's I what Ray needed because she's always been flawless. Right. And that was the first time she fucked up yeah. big time. I, I kind of like because I kind of like that because the first time they ever showed something that just wowed me with force power was The Force Awakens. When Where you're what's ripping his... the Star Destroyer down, yeah. yeah, and I got that kind of like that, but not as cool feeling. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sorry, Star Killer bringing when he was... a Star Destroyer down. Yeah, yeah. In the first Force Awakens, there's there's a scene where you have to like you're like wrestling a Star Destroyer oh, kind of back and forth. Try oh, to wrestle about the down. game, right? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I'm just like I was getting just Yes, you're right. Yes, that scene in the game. That's kind of what I was thinking too. But yeah, no, yeah, the stuff with the Force in this series has been. They got more intense in this movie. Oh, well, yeah. It, it, and which was weird because, like, the one of the big reasons why they did the retcon was because a lot of the Force showed got way out of hand. Yeah. And then this movie was just like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like, True. Seriously, like, they brought back, like, massive amounts of, like, <coughs> what Force Lightning can do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Palpatine. Dude, massive was, like, EMP. Well, it wasn't an EMP. It was literally frying ships. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> so, was like, sweet. That was sweet. And he had the control to not hit his own. Right. Which is intense. Well, he's obviously a master of that technique. Mm-hmm. But, like, then we all saw other things, like, you know, like, Ray and Kylo's kind of, like, it's like a weird bastardization of force meditation where they're, like, bonded. Right. Which I actually like that that was in there because I thought that was very cool. That and they should have established lineages. that that actually made them stronger <laughs> in the last one as well. Because that, that was a cool reveal. No, in but fact, they just in didn't the spend last any one, time on it. In the last one, the reveal was that um, Kylo didn't Snoke, have a shirt on. Yeah, was that Snoke <laughs> in created the bond? According to Snoke, he's like, 
I did it. Like yeah. he was the one creating that But Palpatine that bond. did it through him. Yeah, it was always is what we learned in this. Right? One. Sure, it, it was, was always, always Palpatine. Palpatine. But yeah. th- that's irrelevant to the point. The point is, what was happening is at the so the whole point is the whole they're bonded, they're so close, and then at the end of Last Jedi, Snoke was like, "I did it. It was yeah. me. It, you were talking through me. Yeah, it yeah. was my power." And they're like, "Oh, I guess we're not bonded." And then at the beginning, they're like, "Oh no, the whole the whole this whole premise yeah. of the end fight is that they're bonded." Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. wait, what? You just you, what's? Are you bonded? Are you not bonded? Is Palpatine doing it again to you? It's a cool story point that they could have kept diving into a little bit more and establishing more. But... If Snoke had not said the words, "It was me. I yeah. did it. You don't actually have that," would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Which I, I said the joke to you, but I don't. You haven't really watched Rick and Morty, so well, I guess you won't but, get it. But wait, we'll get we'll get more into that because they they did establish that it's something that they own together. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, there's a, this whole moment where they reveal that it's actually like a force bond, and you'll you'll laugh at this because I think I've told you. You already yeah. told me this. Yeah. So the the whole joke was that um, watching Rick and Morty and then watching Star Wars has like been weird parallels. The last Rick and Morty episode, there was a dragon bonding moment. <laughs> Where uh, the dragon like soul bonds with Rick, and then the <laughs> wizard awesome. comes out and calls him a slut for it because <laughs> it's like a really sexual thing. So as soon as these two got picked up off the ground and Palpatine's laughing, talking about their bond, I'm like, holy shit, Kyle Ren's a slut because <laughs> like the whole thing is like they've got this weird force bond. I'm like, oh man, yeah, this yeah. is a weird fucking parallel. <laughs> so now they 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 established the force technique as well of of sort of instant transmission of physical matter, which was kind of interesting to see too. Was there a precedent for that that um, okay, you know so of? Okay, ye- so yes and no. So they first show it when Kylo gets the necklace off of Rey, and he determines that it's from the celebration taking place on this planet, so they know where to go find her. And then it happens the second time with, uh, well, they're fighting, yeah. but they're standing in two two separate physical places, and they're still fighting one another. Yeah. And then and then the third time is is the lightsaber grab yes. uh, toward the end. I, I was okay with that technique. I thought, I it, thought was it, it was like, cool. You know, it was I really cool. It, I thought that it was phenomenal, actually, yeah. because like that it was something that obviously only very fo- powerful force users could use, but these are two characters that hail from very powerful lineages. Right. And obviously there is some kind of connection there to them. And the fact that they're able to essentially develop that bond mm. and then use it in a tactical manner was very cool to see. Yeah. Because, like, sure, nothing like that has exactly been in the universe before, but it didn't feel like it was a stretch. It felt very natural to what it was. It was that it wasn't that mm. they were necessarily even transporting items, but the fact that they were bonded and effectively one person, when one person had something, the other one could have it too. Yeah. And that's all it was. Yeah. I, it, it worked very, really well that. for this movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, again, another idea that they could have spent some more time on, but I don't think they spent enough time on that. They, that's they, they did well. It was a very simple concept. They didn't have to spend a lot of time on it. It was executed you got it well for sure. It was yeah. one of the things that didn't need more time. It was executed well. Yeah, yeah. I was happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of an indication then of what JJ could have done. Yeah. If he had more control. Well, we over got the... Babu Freak. <laughs> yeah. The little fucking Babu, Babu, thing. Babu, oh, Babu Freak. Babu Freak. Yeah, that guy. Everyone really likes oh, it. He was funny. Yeah. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm fucking pissed off that three C3PO got his memory back. Oh, I knew that was coming. I that piss because R two's always done that because C three PO is the only one in the pair that's always gotten memory wiped. Yeah, and he, he the only reason why he retains his memory is because R two keeps backing him up. I I I I don't disagree with you on the, the comedy standpoint. Yes, but, but no, yeah, I, I despise the fact that they make it such a big deal. It should, and then they took it away. Yeah, I 
Yes. If they were they going to do the R two D two thing, the him losing his memory should have been more of a comical scene where they're like, "We've already done this to you like five times." Like, yeah. It, it, it should have been comical. I I don't disagree. Yeah. You're and then right. immediately resolved. You're, you're right. right. It, they focused on the wrong things there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. They I made, made it, it feel bad and then took away the feel bad. They yeah. Made like, it very that dramatic. was like, and it was too bad too because it was like it was such a nice moment where he's like, "Oh, like looking at my friends for the last time." Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah like yeah. it was like that was an impactful moment. Right. And then they're like, "Sucker, got you." Got you, bitch. Psych. That's really what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was a gotcha moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, that was unfortunate. Which, by the way, did anyone else know, like, that was awesome when we had Wedge and Talese fucking flying. Oh, yeah. At the end there. Yeah, that was, was like awesome. A, it was like a two-second shot. You probably wouldn't have re- realized it. But that's all they gave no, him. No. That's but all Wedge they gave survived him. Yeah, the... no. So that really old guy you see in the cockpit during the last fight scene, there's like a, like a two-second clip nah, of He's one of the first guys guy. they cut to. Yeah, one of the first guys they cut to when they back them up, when the, that new fleet comes in and backs them yeah, up. yeah. That's Wedge, the original actor too. Oh, I thought that character died. No, no, no. in no. New Hope. No. No. Wedge, Wedge Antilles is supposed to be like this big background character. He was like one of the few people that made it out of the rebellion, like the same kind of heralds as like Han Solo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, he was like he was like a their fighter race. Was yeah. Wedge Antilles? He, he's another general. Po. He's a, he's like a Poe. He's like the Poe of yeah, the rebellion, basically. Yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. Um, and you see him a bit in the actual movies as well. He's the one who saves Luke. Oh, I, I know who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I, I recognize yeah. him. I recognize he's part the of name a, from. He's part of the original Rogue Squadron. Yeah, he was. He was the oh, battle okay. uh, battle over Yavin. I, just, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I thought he died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He also he also fights, of course, in the, uh, A New Hope. He's the one who covers yeah. uh, Luke for a long mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, he's one of his friends Wing too. Wins. No, not a friend. No, that, that I thought Biggs Darklighter. Biggs did oh, not make Biggs, it. Biggs yeah. died. Biggs yeah. died, yes. Okay, see, I was combining the two characters yeah, no, no. and what was going on in my head. It wasn't quite like shooting Wombrants back home for Biggs. <laughs> he didn't make it. Yeah. But <laughs> it's no, a little yeah, bit so more complicated than that. Wedge, uh, Wedge is actually in Rebels, by the way. Uh, is he really? Rebels. Yeah, he nice. is. Nice. Yeah, good yeah. character. So I think we all agree on this movie, like, to the T. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's, it was a fun Star Wars movie. Take it at face value. Yeah. Enjoy it. Don't let the outside shit bog you down about it. Yeah. Ultimately, it's like it is what it is at this point. Is really, and that's should that's not a that's not a good defense, but it's just like if you want to enjoy the movie, enjoy it. I'm relieved. If you want to pick it apart, pick it apart. I'm relieved. This the Skywalker situation is done. It's, I thought it's, it's, like, it's in the books. I'm yeah. ready to be done with it. They yeah. fucked it up. Basically, as far as I'm aware, they've done three good movies, and the rest were at best meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. It, it felt like uh, like the first three movies lit the torch, and everyone else just kept running with it, but nobody decided to put gasoline on the torch. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been slowly it's burning out. You know what? I'm ready for this torch to go down. Yes, let it burn out. Let's get a new torch. Yeah, get a Let's new start torch. A new one. The, well, the Mandalorian I think has done that wonderfully. Yeah, yeah. I think that there will we'll be seeing other series pop up in the future. Star Wars is not going anywhere. Don't no. think that it is. Because I, it's just they spent way too much fucking I, I money. I bet we're going to get another movie by, what year is it, 2019? I bet we'll have another movie by 2022. We're going to no, have said lots, there lots yeah, more no, television. They said there is. We're going to have lots more television between now series. and then. I think so Obi-Wan's coming next. And, and then I think Zori Bliss would be an interesting character to see in a show. Um, I think we are probably going to be getting a show. Maybe like Zori and Poe. I think we're going to get actually a, a show of... Finn and Poe. I think that that has actually That'd been be confirmed. sweet. And then they've also confirmed that there's going to be a show about um, oh, whoever uh, Diego Luna played in Rogue yes. One. Yep. Him yep. and uh, um, Leet. What? The robot? Not Leet. No, Leet was uh, was Lando's droid. Oh, whoops. Oh, please make of, sure uh, that... K2SO. Yeah, K2SO. I want K2SO back. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. He is? Alan oh, Tudyk. He's going back in the show yeah. with Alan Tudyk? Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. 
Yes. So, uh, oh, yeah. so, 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 there, so there are some more Star Wars uh, shows in the works that that'll kind of help fill in some more of the gaps here. Uh, I want to see more Zero though. I like Zero. I like Zero. The too. guy played yeah. played by the guy from the IT crowd. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of droids, uh, IG Eleven came back. Yes. And and I love I love that Quill gave like this little backstory. Oh, I, I think that IG Eleven is gonna have a big moment in the next episode. Yeah, I think so I think too. So. Yeah. I don't think anyone denies. I want to yeah, just yeah. see him go rocking through the town. Yeah, <laughs> annihilating <laughs> stormtroopers. I think that's what we're gonna get. I think, I think, I think it's he's gonna, gonna blow up. I oh, think he's gonna. Yeah, he might his, die. His, the detonator yeah, inside yes. him. I think that's that going would be a revenge. great yeah. note to end it for on. whatever whatever reason. I don't know the reason. No, I th- I think that it'll be he's he going to he's going to go down fighting and as that thing detonates and take yeah. out as many stormtroopers as possible. No, it, I, I think he's going to take down the moth with it. That'd no, I don't think no, so. No, no, that, no, that's a personal moment. That's a character moment. That, that has to be dealt with. Yeah, he's gonna That's, go down fighting. It'd be so funny though. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna draw in the stormtroopers that killed him and killed them. Yep, I, yeah. I absolutely think so. Yep. Make the numbers more reasonable. So, what's your prediction? Are they, are they gonna save Baby Yoda? Or is he well, doing no, I, I think that that is gonna be what saves Baby Yoda. A droid is gonna save him. right. And yeah. that's going to be a big moment for the Mandalorian. Yeah. Because that's going to be a droid that has now been witnessed saving his life yeah. and Baby Yoda's and, life. And, and sort of uh, an extension of Quill as well. Yeah. Which, which I think would be pretty cool. Yeah. So, so. It's, I think that that's exactly how it's going to play out. Yep. Yep. Cool. And uh, so that's basically it for, for Star Wars Episode Nine, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, and Mando Episode Seven. Yeah. So, cool. Wow, yeah, it's been a it's been a long road for Star Wars. Yeah, man. But we got some more stuff on the horizon. And and I I am hoping that we're going to get a I really want to see an old republic where, where we have a lot of Sith and a lot of Jedi and I want to be like a a game of houses kind of thing like a like a game of thrones, game of thrones, thrones kind of style. Yeah. Thing because like that is the time period to be doing that kind of shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that would be, be a lot of fun. It's going to be yeah. sick. So uh, are we going to do playing and watching? Yeah. Yeah, we got yeah, we have to. Okay. We, we have cool. to do that. Cool. So uh cuz I played the th- I played a thing. <laughs> you played a thing? Yeah, it's not just Orna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Orna too, uh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, when you when you guys walked in cuz we're recording late, so I was already playing some games here and I was playing some uh, Outer Worlds and uh, I picked it up. It was on sale at, at the uh, at the old EB Games and I picked up a copy and uh, and I've been uh, thoroughly enjoying it. I probably got 10 or 12 hours in on it. And Do you still get deals there? No. Okay. So you just tend to buy your games from EB Games, I'm assuming, for yeah. a reason. I didn't think they sold games anymore. I thought it was just memorabilia at this point. The, a lot of it is half the store is memorabilia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More than half, I'd argue. So, yeah. But the thing is, is with, with the memorabilia, I think they turn that stuff over faster than they turn over the game. So it's more sure. fluid it's inventory. Yeah, yeah. So they do pretty well with it. But yeah, honestly, Outer Worlds is sweet. Uh, if you're... It, it, it the 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 look and feel is somewhat different than maybe what Bethesda would do in regards to like a Fallout. So because Obsidian, of course, did like Fallout New Vegas, but uh, this definitely feels more like an Obsidian type game. So it's it's just a little bit more over the top. I love the space setting. It's uh, the systems seem to work well in it, um, and I'm pretty I'm I'm a pretty good chunk of the way into the actual story of the game at this point, and I'm just kind of piecing up the side missions as I go along. Yeah. Seems like it'll be a 35 to 40 hour long game once it's all said and done. So yeah. it's not quite as is is just expansive. Uh, like a like a Fallout game, but each area you go to is quite large, so you have time to kind of roam around and check things out. But it's not it's not like overly expansive or anything like that, from what I can tell. Yeah. So, if yeah. there is someone who liked 
Fallout 4, I think is the latest one, right? Yeah. Would they like this game? Yeah, probably. I love Fallout 4. It's a great game. Played the crap out of it. Spent hundreds of hours in that game. And uh, this this so far feels like uh, not not a bad not a bad version, but just a lighter version of a, of a full on Fallout okay. game. Uh, but maybe if Fallout 76 disappointed you, maybe this is maybe the ne- the next best thing that I'd probably recommend to someone to play. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's actually a pretty apt way of putting it. Though it's like a, a Fallout light. But I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that could be a lot better for a lot of people because it's easier to come in and consume. Mm-hmm. A little more direction than there is in Fallout. Yep, um, that's true. And so, like, I think that is, uh, bit by bit, I'd argue it's an easier chew. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. still, the cool thing is, is I'm still stumbling onto things pretty regularly that yeah. I just didn't expect, you yes. know what I mean, just by going out and exploring. So even even on this space station that I'm currently on, there was a section that's kind of in the back, and I stumbled on it, and it was completely filled with, like, pirates. Nice. <laughs> just, and I don't think the other people on on the station knew but these guys basically, like, one of them started interrogating me right away, and then, then they all had to die. And that's just how it went. So, but, uh, they asked so, me my name. Yeah. They had to die. So, so and then there's just some cool moments like that, though. So, in, in a way, it is it is still a lot like a Fallout game. You just walk over to the pirate captain and be like, look at me, look at me. I'm the pirate captain now. Well, he said he said something along the lines of like he was holding trials or something, and he's like he's like you can't walk away from me while I'm I'm you know holding holding a trial or whatever. But he's holding like this giant ass gun. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's the trial, I guess. But uh, but I had to mow them all down, so they're all dead now. And, uh, and I <laughs> trial looted, by combat looted is. the shit out of that place. And, and uh, as a murderer, yeah, the economy in the game doesn't. I, that that's one gripe maybe I have with it at this point. I don't like the economy in the game. It's it's only worth buying things it's not worth selling them mm. so but you also have to break down items to get parts to repair them so there's there's that angle on it but so far selling isn't really netting me very so you're pretty much. much meant to just break it down yeah yeah i think so but yeah so anyway but uh as far as the game goes like uh i quite like it i'd, I'd recommend it for sure especially for fallout fans people who maybe were disappointed with 76 this is the next best game for you to play i think and it's quite accessible so nice. yeah so anyway that's that's my playing and watching Witcher. along with the first episode of the witcher I think I'm gonna let you go. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're doing, you son of a bitch. Anyway, um, playing Watcher for me has actually been pretty entertaining. Uh, I've been I finished the last season of The Expanse, or like okay. the la- the most recent season of cool. The Expanse. Uh, definitely watch. Definitely watch. Yeah. Uh, it has some slow moments, but um, it ties up really nice. And uh, it really builds up the anticipation for the next season. Oh, I was about to say, is this supposed to be the final? Or uh, no, like I think it, another... no, I think it's like it was the last season was very, very intense. Yeah. This season is more of a kind of return to form, but building into what's going to be the next season. Okay, cool. Which I think it does very well. So it's definitely worth a watch. It's got a lot of great moments in it. Um, but it's, it really, I think, is kind of defining the, the platform for what the next season is going to be. Okay. So I think that it's pretty good that way. Uh, outside of that, watched a few episodes of The Witcher. We'll probably talk about The Witcher here. Yeah, I think because uh, we'll all have finished by next week. So if yeah. we do record next week, we can cover The Witcher for sure. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun to talk about. Um, Witcher's it's been pretty good. There's a couple things I don't agree with, which me and Adam talked about. We'll talk about it probably next episode. Yeah, Sweet. I think next episode is a good time. Sweet. Yeah. Um, because then it'll be prevalent, and I'll and we'll kind of just hit it off with that. Yep. Um, yeah, I haven't seen nearly enough nudity yet, so I got I got a really deep dive into uh, this, dude. In, in the in first episode, there's an entire oh, like, that's right, yeah, like yeah sex <laughs> garden, yeah, right. like yeah, nude yeah, yeah, garden, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's just like a projection or it's whatever. Really, yeah. It's really fun though. If you close your eyes, you can hear Thrawn talking. <laughs> 
Tears. It's the guy who voices Thrawn Is in it Rebels. Really? Yeah. The actor? Yeah, the actor. So the wizard guy. Yeah. Oh. He's the guy who voices Thrawn in Rebels. That's cool. Yeah. He does huh. a great job. He has a good voice. Oh yeah. yeah. It's awesome. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Um so anyway, go watch Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> uh hey, you just finished The Witcher. Go watch Rebels. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um but you should probably finish the Clone Wars first. <laughs> Sadly, I'm I'm watching. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Doesn't matter. How about that? Yeah, yeah. How about that? Um, I also grabbed because it was cheap because Steam sales going on right now. I grabbed Battle Brothers. Uh, It's a marriage between, I guess you could say, like XCOM and uh, Mountain Blade. Yeah, I've encountered it very recently. Or so, or uh, Mountain Blade, Mountain Blade and uh, Tactics is a good way to look at it. Whoa, 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 whoa! Like Final Fantasy Tactics. Tactics. Yeah. Okay, my nipples are hard right now because those are two really (laughs) good games. Yeah. Yeah, but throw an XCOM with permadeath for characters. Enjoy. Okay, that's a little tough to swallow for no, me. No, no, you'll, you'll like it. What's the name of this? It's called Battle Brothers. Okay. Pick it up. Just get the DLC bundles, too. Okay. Just trust me on that. Um, you're going to get it all for under 30 bucks. Okay. Um, nice. I'll go take a look, because that yeah. sounds really oh, dude, dude, interesting. it's 100% up your alley. Okay. Uh, go look at it. We can talk about it on the next Playing and Watching. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. But you, know, you, got oh, time. Oh. you got time now because you just finished Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Go look at it. So it's called Battle Brothers. It's on Steam. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. Te- um, checking it out. Uh, but yeah, so I've been playing that and that's been a lot of fun. Hell yeah, man. Um, and the way that the game is super repeatable because every map is uh, randomly generated. There's seeds. So if you find a good map, you can give me the seed and I can play on it too. Oh, you get the seed code. Yeah, you get the seed code. Oh, it's so cool. Uh, huh. I actually like That's playing pretty ingenious. It. You have a bunch of different startings too. I like playing as the cultist because I'm weird. Uh, but like <laughs> the normal standards is like you just got a couple of people, you start making your own war band and you go and do quests and mm. stuff like that. It's fun. It's just, it's a tell your own story game. And as you progress to the game, an end game event will happen. And if you survive it, eventually another in-game event will happen, <laughs> okay. and they just repeat. Oh, okay. Uh, so, like, the game has a lot of good replay value. Mm. It's it's a, it's definitely worth the money you spend in it. Battle Brothers. Battle Brothers. Okay. Um, so check it out. Uh, no, Sweet. No, I did not get paid to say any of this. <laughs> I know we said the title a lot. We never are. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's worth it. Yeah, for sure. What have okay. you been watching playing? Well, you know I finished the Witcher series, so we're going to wait for that discussion. Yeah. Uh, I have enjoyed it. I'll give that much, but I have a lot more opinions on it, but I'll give you that much. Um, I finished Pokemon. I think we knew about that last time. And I picked up a game on Steam that I have never owned on Steam before. Interesting. I've never had on Steam before. It's a weird way to say it. I'm being very specific. Yeah, I can tell. No. That would be a shocker. <laughs> that would, to me, that would be a show. What are you doing? He's removing articles of clothing. Oh god damn it! You seriously <laughs> fucking didn't buy Hollow Knight on Steam. You suck, son of a bitch. <laughs> I totally did. He has unzipped his jacket Jesus and he is wearing a Hollow Knight Christ. shirt. You did. You wore that just for the reveal, didn't you? I did. Well, sort of. <laughs> He's also um, got a bunch of Hollow Knight fucking. I cannot believe gifts. you bought it on Steam. <laughs> what, what? What's the difference on Steam? So okay, okay. so I I originally started. I was watching The Witcher. Finished watching The Witcher. I'm like, I kind of want to fucking play The Witcher. So I started, I installed The Witcher, got it started, played a very small amount. And my wife and I did our gift exchange today because we just don't want to have time on Christmas and yeah. so on and so forth. So I think I sent you a picture in Discord, which you can put online if you'd like. Oh, I don't have my phone on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'll get it out. So she, she you wrapped, tell your story, I'll get it. She wrapped all the, wrapped all the gifts, and it turns out that my gifts 
for this year. She usually loves to do themes. One year she did, you know, when she got us, got me the Switch, she was all Nintendo themed. That's how she wrapped all my gifts. Nice. Okay. So what, yeah. you, what you don't know is these are like character, they're face masks kind of style from yeah. Hollow Knight. Uh, for those listening, it's it's four gifts in total. Three are the masks of the dreamers and the Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, and the knight. Yeah. To be specific. And so they're all just inside of them is just like plushies and memorabilia. That's for cool. Hollow, who's all Hollow Knight themed. Hell yeah. Because obviously you guys have heard me. Hollow Knight's been my game of the Hell year, yeah, dude. and probably my game for a while. It's so cool. I, I sat there, I'm like, fuck, I really want to play more Hollow Knight now. And I just, I couldn't, I, I, I'd been building up to it. Yeah. So I was playing it on the Switch today, and she's, she's like, yeah, I, I know, you just want more Hollow Knight, but more different Hollow Knight. Like, you want more c- new content. Yeah. So she's like, well, I wonder if there's any mods on Steam version. So she went online, so I found some mods. Nice. Okay, so I, that's, that makes sense. So yeah. I downloaded it no on shit. the PC's. And now I'm working on a mod which changes the abilities and the charms. Uh, Lightbringer is oh. the mod. It turn it makes the it does things with your attacks and makes it so you're more of a ranged character now. Oh, interesting. So you That's have to cool. think about the, it's a new way of playing. Like it's a yeah. new mechanic, new character, yeah. the map, and everything else. Have you have you tried it out? Yeah, but I, I played it for the last like four hours today. Pretty smooth. It's like, the same. It... Nothing's changed. Like yeah. you still play the same character, still the same smoothness. It's just instead nice. of swinging a sword, you shoot a project- That's projectile. Cool. That's cool. Uh, uh, so I have been playing that again because I can't wow. fucking let go of this game. Yeah, it's amazing. Probably. Second it's one's amazing. coming soon. Yeah, soon-ish. on no one. They haven't announced a date yet. So still, it a while. looks like it's coming soonish. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, I f- started uh, Legend of Korra. Okay. Amanda, we're almost on the first cool. season. Her Appa plushie, Appa plushie is on the way. Nice. <laughs> she's, nice. she's graduated from the last I told Airbender. her she finished yeah, yeah. Last Airbender. She can get an Appa plushie. <laughs> so we got that coming along nice. all along the way. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So next uh, next week is uh, Witcher and Battle Brothers. Witcher, Battle Brothers. <laughs> and, then, like uh, and then uh, some news items, too, that we didn't get to today that we'll cover next week as well, then. Like yeah. Google and Apple being sued for child labor? No, but that's interesting. So I'll look that one up then. So yeah, yeah we'll, we'll trash them next week. All It'd right. Be even better if they're doing it during the Hong Kong crisis in Hong Kong. Oh, God. Perfect storm. <laughs> I don't know all the details. I just know the basics at this point. Fine. Well, I mean, like people shouldn't be surprised. Google does a lot of underhanded shit, like, you know, helping the Chinese government crack down on dissidents. <laughs> Not a big deal. I'm sure you guys all know about that, right? <laughs> Not a big deal. Just Google it. You'll you'll you get which is hilarious. No, if you Google it, you won't find out about it because they're hiding. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, they're not. Which is maybe scarier. Remember that that comment I I always said that like oh I don't believe in conspiracy theories because you don't have to hide your evil intent. People do it out in the open now. Yeah. That's I don't believe there is no Illuminati. There doesn't need to be an Illuminati. They're called government. Or they're called business owners. They're yeah. called Google and yeah, Apple yeah. Yeah. and Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. want to hoard the money and keep it. Yeah, you know, anybody who's got power, just assume they're doing weird shit because they are. Yeah. yeah, they are. It, True. If you think that that's that's crazy for me saying that, you just do not read the news and or look things up ever. Yeah. No, no. That's like I mean. They this do it right was... out in the open. Dude. Yeah, no, they don't give a fuck. And then, and then and we somebody... all get angry at it. We all get angry, and then the next week we go, eh. And then when yeah. one of their own gets busted, they just fucking hang them in yeah. prison. No, that's <laughs> So thing, that right? actually happened this it's, year. It's just 100% uh, uh, just scapegoats. That's yeah, all it is. Totally, scapegoats all totally. the way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's it for episode 73 of Rona Geekfish Podcast. We'll be back for episode 74 <laughs> next week, it sounds like. And, and that means we should be... 
I think that's 52 episodes total on the year then, which I'm really proud of. Wow, so. we hit 52, one for every week? Yeah, just about. And then there was uh, like the bonus one I put out with the uh, the RuneScape one, and then nice. there was the, the Intellect bonus episode I put out as well. So with those added in, I believe we hit 52 this Woo-hoo. year. Yeah, yeah. So next if we, if we if we land this one next week, so we'll be good. Because nice, I'll have that nice. out on the 31st. So Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Ending on a happy note, as always. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Next week, like Rob died. Yeah, we all died because we revealed too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Google found out about us. We are now brought to you by Google. Everything is great. <laughs> oh God, I love my new Stadia. It is so sweet. I want you to know that I am a dirty money whore, and if Google is willing to buy me out, I will take it because I don't matter in I'll, their I'll, world, and I'm willing to take the money. I'll so. take it too, so you don't have to kill me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll... I know how things work. <laughs> I'm glad to take your payment. <laughs> I am 100% that guy. <laughs> and that's it for Ronan Geek Official Google Cast. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh...